0: hi and welcome to the it's now where are you podcast series hopefully by now I'm talking to much more awake and aware people who have becoming more of a master at being where they really want to be if you are actually doing the exercises and learning from the hacks that I'm giving you about how to adapt your life so you're doing things slightly differently and coming from a different place, you will be feeling by now that calmness, that detached approach to things that otherwise might be a bit chaotic. And I mean, this is all dependent upon whether you're actually just listening and not doing the disciplines and not making changes in your life or whether you are doing what is being asked of you and making the little changes that make such a big, big difference because that's the difference between being master of where you sit in this life, how you show up in this life or whether you're a victim to the circumstances of just being in habitual patterns and not being in clarity of where you really want to be and pitching yourself with what you now know, that it is possible. It's possible to change where you're actually coming from. And as I said, I think one of the most powerful things is, how am I showing up? Ask yourself that frequently. But hopefully, by using the hacks that I've given you, like listening to the sound of my Voice and not the words. Do you remember that one? I can't even remember. I think it was probably episode three or four that I gave you that hack to do. And you're hacking into the chaotic side of your life and getting to the real technology that exists there. This is how it's working. And I think by now, if you are one of the really um active participants in this course and not just listening to the words and not doing the actions, you will be seeing just how disturbing that voice in the head is that we have if we don't actually gain some sort of control over it and change how it operates. Like it's pretty mad and pretty chaotic, isn't it, if you don't take it in hand and either put in these Actions or start to think about doing something about it. It is the main controller of most people's lives. Like if you ask people um, just in normal conversation who they think they are, they will think they are, when they sit down and think about it, the person who speaks to them that they think is inside them somewhere. Whereas, in fact, what you start to develop over a period of time once you – begin to understand there is a different place to be, is that there is a different sense of self that can be there. And and it's known as the observer. It's the one that observes the voice in the head. So we are cultivating the power of that observer, which is, in fact, your higher self. So the main bugbear to actually getting to that observer One of the main bugbears, let's put it that way, is the voice in the head that's out of control and that somehow by not being um, mastered in the beginning of our existence, it becomes the controller of our lives if we're not careful. Some people's voice in the head is busier and talks to them more often than others. When it gets totally out of control, I would say that's when you do see crazy people speaking to themselves out loud in the streets and actually um, instead of being educated on um, getting back control over where they come from, they're usually classified in some mentally ill way or in fact insane if it gets too out of control where they're actually seeing things as well as hearing things. But what we're looking at here is If this is the bugbear, the main one that stops us being in the now moment, are there other things that we can do to um, stop the voice being so active, stop it coming in and stop ourselves from being um, the listener to that voice in the head and involved with it like that? So what I'm going to go into today is um, teaching A formal meditation okay now there are many things that are called meditation these days i've always been amazed at this because i was taught formal meditation um in the same sort of place as as the mystery school i started at and um, it was very formally given in fact um over the years i've been given three different meditation techniques that are very formal that can be used um but what I know is that if you go on workshops, especially um, in the UK, um, you will hear people call all sorts of things meditation. I mean, I mean, I've been um, a- around situations like at mind, body, spirit exhibitions, or in rooms where there's lots of workshops going on, and I'll, you know, I've gone in to see what's happening, and it's being called a meditation when it's actually a visualization. And visualizations um, are very powerful because they take you to a certain um, space inside yourself and on a certain journey. And they're there um, when you get to that place on that journey. You're there to sort out certain aspects of yourself. That's the main reason that they're done therapeutically. But what a lot of people now do is they're they're muddling up all the names for these um, actions that we can take while we're going about personal development and they're calling visualizations meditation. Um, I'm trying to think of other things like you can do, you know, you can listen to somebody's calming music and it will be said that you're meditating because you're listening to this beautiful calming track of music. Well, it's very relaxing and it will certainly calm you, but it's not a formal technique of meditation in the way that i was taught um from people who were very experienced at um dealing with things at a point of connection a a real point of connection a real point of knowledge as were the mystery schools so um what i'm going to be going into is is what a formal meditation is. I mean, to me, a formal meditation is the one thing that can help you to master the mind, the, the um, where the, the voice in the head comes from, this overactive mind that is talking to you when you don't want it to be talking to you, which becomes out of control at different times, maybe in your life. Um, And so for me, a formal meditation is a um, technique which starts to gain control of that mind, that overactive mind. And um, the two most powerful, very simple, free, given freely, these not this isn't something you have to go out there and pay for like a lot of these um, new age things um, out there at the moment. This is something that is freely given um, all over the place. And it's two things. One is putting your attention on your breath. And I'm going to go through that with you where we'll take a few minutes to try that one out. And then the other one, if you have a really, really overactive mind, is to use what we call a mantra which is just a, a, a word that you use that isn't going to take your mind anywhere. So what you're doing is you're using this word over and over in your mind silently and um, your mind can't do anything with it. And uh, the one word that I've used um, oh, over the last 30, 35, 40 years when I've been working with clients one-to-one and in workshops it's actually two words together with one sound, if you like. Elohim. And it means all that is, all that God is, all that the energy, the universe is. So your mind is not going to go anywhere with that. It's actually spelt L-O-E-L-O-H-E-I-M. So it's Elohim, Elohim. okay. So what we're going to do first is I'm going to take you through just a couple of minutes of putting my attention on my breath. And you're going to be doing the same, because if this one is the one that you can feel a real connection with and that your mind is not able to overpower while you're doing this, then this could be good for you. okay? because you can do this one sitting quietly on your own anywhere. So let's start now. So what we're going to be doing is just breathing normally. Don't breathe deeper or in any strange way, just normally. But you're going to be placing your attention at your nostrils, where the air is coming in and going out. So we're breathing in through our nose and, come and letting the air out through our nose. And your attention is there. You're placing your attention there. You're becoming aware of that spot. Okay, so let's just try it for two or three minutes to see whether this is a powerful technique for you. So now just think about now how easy that was for you. Did that feel like something you could start doing 10 minutes a day? Just have a think about that. Was that really still difficult that the voice kept coming in or not? Because now what we're going to do is we're going to try the other technique that I've used frequently with people. Now, this one is the Elohim. So all you're doing is silently saying this to yourself. Elohim, Elohim. Okay, so we'll now just use this space to do that in your own mind. Okay, so how did that one feel? Was it easier to do that mantra and not feel that your mind was coming in and taking over again? Was it easier to stay on that mantra than on the attention on the breath, even though the voice in the head may have been coming in? That's one to decide for yourself and maybe what you need to do One morning is do the um, attention on your breath and then maybe the next morning get up and do the attention on the mantra, okay? Because this is another thing that can powerfully bring about you staying in the now moment. And the whole reason this happens is that what we're doing here is we're training the voice in the head to not keep talking to you. If you look at it like um, you have this voice in the head, which is like an out of control puppy. Yeah. That when you take it for a walk, it's just you want it to walk beside you. But what it's doing is it's running off and the lead is going right out there because it's running off and jumping up and down and doing all sorts of crazy stuff, which was not what you were trying to do. but You just wanted it to walk alongside you and be a part of your walk for the day. So what you do is you yank in that lead, yeah? So what we're doing with the bringing our attention to the breath and bringing the attention back on and being able to say the mantra is we're pulling the mind back in, okay, instead of letting it run riot. So for 10 minutes, you're training your mind so that it doesn't have the prominence over you. It doesn't have control over you. You're not actually listening to it. You're learning to place your attention, your consciousness, on your breath or the mantra. And, yes, the voice is going to come in, but everything within us is trained with repetition. And more so than ever, this is how our mind is it is completely programmed by repetition. So that voice in the head will go more and more out of control if you never do anything about mastering it. And this is how people get in a terrible state. When people, you know, some people are really hyper sometimes when their nerves have got the better of them and their mind is so full of information that They're just chattering on and they're kind of mindless, if you like, and um, over the top. And that's a state where the mind has just got total control of the person. And that's not where where we're at most of the time, but we're still under the power of an out-of-control mind until we start putting in the disciplines. So doing this exercise of meditation, 10 minutes, a day, preferably in the beginning part of the day, in the morning at some point, it sets us up with another procedure that we're building that is taking care of our precision thinking rather than our out-of-control thinking, okay? So it's a, it can be a major part of how much you get pulled out of the now moment Because right now, probably the main thing in your life that pulls you out of the now moment that you're able now to get into is the fact that your mind comes in and takes over. And is either in the past telling you um, fears from the past or is in the future predicting crisis or chaos. So I'm going to leave you today with another 10-minute exercise. So now, if you think about it, We're on 14 minutes a day. That's all that's being asked of you, which is really powerful time for your personal development and which can change your life in an unbelievable way. So we're building on our new experiences that you're now having of being able to be more in the now moment. And this is going to build it again very, very powerfully. Thank you for listening. And I will meet again with you on the next podcast. Bye for now.